Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray this finds you well. Uh, we are now in the seventh week of Easter, meaning that this is our last week of Easter. In the, in in a short week, Pentecost will will be here, and and in the beginning of ordinary time. Um, just this past weekend, in the Church of Philadelphia, we um, welcomed and we and the Archbishop ordained the two new priests. Um, two very good um, brothers of mine at the seminary, and and um, I I am part of the ceremonies crew, and so I was able to to be up front and center, be, you know, right there with them, holding the um, the book for the archbishop to to read from, and and it was an amazing moment, a privileged moment and place, really to. To kneel there, right there with them, as 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 the Archbishop says to them, "Do you promise obedience to me and my success and my successors?" And and they say, "I do." And and all the other promises. It was quite moving because it is this is like the the priest's um, wedding day, right? That, that they say, "I do, I do." Um, promise obedience i do promise fidelity to the church i do promise to live a life that is for others i promise to live a prayer a life of prayer and and i do i do i do and it it, it dawned upon it dawned on me again that that this is like a wedding that that this man is giving his life not to one um, um individual special lady but but to the church, to the bride, and how how beautiful it is to um, to witness and and God willing one day I'd be in their place too. Um, but uh, this week we we have very uh, very moving readings. Really, you know, we it's about love again. You know, um, in the first reading we um, we hear about. Um, the same reading that we read for the the, the feast of Saint Matthias, um, but then in in the second reading, we it's for the first letter of Saint John and and all about love, right? If God so loved us, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God, yet if we love one another, God remains in us, and His love is brought to perfection. In us, 
you know, and it's true, you know, we've never seen God face to face, right? Because we're told that if, if we ever seen God's face, then we will die, right? And that is why um, Elijah, you know, ha- ha- had to hide his face and, and Moses had to cover his face, right? Because God's face is, is such an, an a, a, a overpowering scene that, that, that we couldn't face, you know. But, but, but yet we're told that if we love one another, then God remains in us. That if if we see our brothers and sisters and our friends and yes, even our enemies, if we can see them and treat them the way that God sees them and that how God loves them, then we have seen God. You know, if if we regard the other, whether we like them or not. In the same way that God does, then we have already seen God. Right? That if if we can encounter God in the other, then we have seen him. You know, and in 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 a short few days, in a week, you know, that you know we will celebrate Pentecost, remembering the day when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles. You know, and and, 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 and it's, it's 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 a very moving day because um, we may recall, and we'll get this, we'll talk more about this next week when we do celebrate Pentecost. That 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 all that were present understood, they understood one another because you know the barrier is 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 no longer a linguistic or a language barrier because the language that God speaks. The language that our faith speaks isn't English or, um, or Hebrew or or Aramaic or Greek. It is the language of the heart, the language of love. And so, if God is within us, then there will be no more obstacles. There will be no more barriers, because love, this language of love, transcends all human language. But more about that next week. And so today in, in the gospel, this past Sunday's gospel, we again, we, we see and hear Jesus' prayer. Jesus' earnest prayer to the Father that at the Last Supper, at the final moments of his life here on earth, Jesus prays. He prays to the Father, not to spare him of, of the pain and the suffering, but, but he prays that we, that his apostles, his disciples, and all of us today, that we may be one. The emphasis on the one, on unity. Our world today, brothers and sisters, and think you would agree with me, is so fragmented. We're so divided. We're so divided. But our Lord prayed that night for unity. Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one just as we are one. We can see how, not just in, in, in a church where there's Catholics and, and Presbyterians and Methodists and, and all the, yes, there is a, a, a separation there. And we, do pres- and we do pray for Christian unity very often and we, and we should every day. For Christian unity. But if we take a step back and we look at the world itself, look at such disunity. You know, people from the same country, you know, just within our own country here in the United States, 
how divided we are. Racial, right? Black against whites, and now Asians against other uh, other races. And it, it, this shouldn't be the way. This shouldn't be the case. You know, we're called the United States of America. But why aren't we united? Why aren't we united? Jesus prays that we may be one. But brothers and sisters, to live in the world is 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 a part of our human existence. Right? We we live in this world. This is the world in which we are placed. And 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 but but Jesus reminds us again that we are in this world, but we do not belong to the world. And Jesus himself even prayed to the Father. He says, I do not ask that you take them out of the, out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. That even Jesus himself needed to live in the world and in the course of his living in the world, he has seen the depths of human suffering, the depths of human pain. And so he asked that, that the Lord keep us from the evil one, that we may be freed from sin, that we may avoid the temptation, that we may not fall into temptation. We're told that, we, that they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Brothers and sisters, we are, it's so easy for us to feel that we, are, we belong to the world that we're so attached to the things of the world, attached to the fame, to the power, to our possessions, to 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 whatever it is that 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 makes us happy, that comes from the world, it's so easy for us to attach to it. But Jesus reminds us again that we do not belong to the world. Our home is not here. We should make every effort to be detached. To be detached from this world, using whatever you know, our Lord has given to us here on the on on earth for good. Using it all for good, but knowing that who it came from, we must remember that all the good things in this world comes from our Lord, comes from God, and finally, our Lord asks the Father to consecrate us in the truth and that his word is truth and we know that and we know that the, and we know that the word is jesus the word made flesh to consecrate them in the truth and that he, jesus himself is consecrated for us so that we may also be consecrated in truth again so that we may be one everything that our lord has done on earth so that we could be one, so that we could be with the Father, so that we could be where we were made for, for heaven, for eternity. And then he says, as you sent me into the world, as the Father sent Christ into the world, so he sends us into the world. Brothers and sisters, we are sent into this world. We are sent into this world at this exact moment for a special reason. We are sent into this world so that we can tell others that they too have been consecrated in the truth so that they can be made one with our Lord. Do we do that? Do we share with others this 
amazing news, this truth, this reality, this joyful news that we were made not just for a world that passes away, but for a world, but for a place that lasts for eternity, for heaven. And, and Jesus tells us again, that he tells us all, he, he says all this to us. He came so that our joy may be complete. And so how do we how do we live this out, brothers and sisters? How do we live knowing that we do not belong to the world? How do we live being consecrated in the truth? How do we live knowing that Jesus came before us and will bring us to the Father. How do we live this out? We live this out by what we're told in the second reading. To love. To love one another. And this doesn't just mean, you know, donate money to charity, you know, give money to the homeless. You know, yes, those are all good. Or complimenting people. But to really love one another is to want the good of the other is to tell them the truth, the truth of who they are, that they are beloved sons and daughters, not because of what they have, what they may do, or what they or what others say about them, but because they are loved by God. And because God has loved us, we must be loved, so we must love others. Brothers and sisters, I want to invite you to take a few moments today, this week, maybe every day, to just think about how loved you are by God. That how much God loves you. And when you come to realize this, when you come to realize how much God really loves you, you know, you know, and maybe we can do this by counting our blessings, right? Think, think, about, think about all the good things in our lives. Think about the times when we were challenged, when, we're, when, when, when we faced difficulty, how the Lord worked through that and how he brought us out of that and made us stronger and what he had taught us throughout those lessons. When we think about how much we have been loved by God, brothers and sisters, I dare ask, how can we not be moved how can we but not be moved to love others? How can we not be moved to forgive others of the times when they have hurt us, when we reflect on how much God has loved, God has loved us and God loves us and how much, how much mercy He has shown towards us? It's, I, I really think it goes hand in hand. I think, I think, you know, it, 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 it's a natural consequence. It's a cause and effect that if we really come to think about and pray with and really internalize how much God has loved us, we can do nothing other than love others. We simply can't. All we can do is love. So my brothers and sisters, this week as we journey through this final week of Easter as we approach Pentecost, the day when the Holy Spirit was fills, fills the apostles' hearts, the day that, that the birthday of the church is here, the church you know, is, is, is born. I ask that we continue to walk with each other in love and to really prepare ourselves to receive again this this beautiful gift that our Lord tells us that He will not leave us orphans, 
that he will send us an advocate. Hence, that he truly is with us always, even unto the end of the world. So my brothers and sisters, whatever troubles that you may be, you may be going through now, whatever hardships, whatever trials, whatever persecutions, whatever it is that is, is causing you sorrow in your heart, know, know that our Lord has conquered them. Know that our Lord has consecrated you in the truth. Know that the Lord has been with you all this time and that He will see you through. He will see you through. So, my brothers and sisters, have a good week. And next time, take care and God bless. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.